Hey y'all, my name is Betty Nicole and I would like to welcome you to my channel. You know, in life, we are going to encounter many situations like things that are going to occur that is going to plant seeds of fear into our heart. And what happens is, is that our heart then processes those things in our mind. And what happens is, is that we adapt to unhealthy ways of thinking and in today's video i am going to discuss three unhealthy ways that we tend to think that is rooted in fear and those three ways are first overthinking overanalyzing and then the foreboding thoughts that seem to um, taunt our mind before we jump in as it is my custom we're going to pray and we're going to just give this over to the lord um, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for just allowing me to sit here and record this video, oh God, and speak what is true concerning our thoughts, oh God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, if there is anyone who is struggling with overthinking or struggling with overanalyzing or even just fighting the battle of having foreboding thoughts and thoughts that are not good but that are evil, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that this video will bring freedom, oh God. For your word says, oh God, that truth will set us free. And I believe that on today, oh God. I pray that the word and your words, oh God, which are true, will set their minds free, oh God, and that they will be able to fully understand exactly the battle that they have been fighting oh God and that they would know oh God that they if they would give it over to you and if they would trust you and if they would think on things that are good and that are pure hallelujah Lord that they would have victory and I pray this right now in the name of Jesus amen amen y'all again thank you so much for tuning in this video is going to be again talking about our thought life and how important it is to understand what we are thinking, why we are thinking these thoughts, and um, how we can overcome them. For me, um, I have been an overthinker, an overanalyzer, and one whose thoughts have been foreboding for many, many years. I remember being um, around 14, 15 years old and I grew up not knowing my father. Um, I knew who he was, but not just being around him. And so when I got a little bit older, I decided to like seek, find him and ask my mom to like help me locate him so that I can speak with him. And so I remember the weeks leading up to it, I would pick up the phone and get ready to call and like something would always happen. Fear would grip me because I just didn't know what would be on the other side of that conversation. And finally, when I struck up enough courage to call, I will never forget the soft tone that was on the other end of the phone, which was my father's mom telling me the news that he had passed away like a month or so prior. And I remember just feeling fearful, feeling angry, just overthinking like the whys and the if I would have called sooner and all of these things that seemed to set into my heart. And, and for a few weeks after that, I was down and I was just feeling really depressed and just, you know, wondering like, why didn't the Lord allow me to meet him before he passed away? So I believe at that point, 
the seeds of overthinking and overanalyzing and fear was rooted in my heart. That seed took root in my heart. So then as I grew older and I began to expect things in life, a lot of times in that expectation, I always tried to pre-think of things that would happen that were already really bad just in case that thing didn't come upon me. I would semi-be prepared and then I also would overanalyze everything. Every decision that I made, I would begin to think it out like all these possible ways that things could go wrong and in a way I thought that I was protecting myself. But what I was doing was watering the seeds of fear. Then when I got married and I began to walk through different things in my marriage like um adultery and infidelity, um, when we would get over that hump and begin to get to a place where we were trying to trust, where I was trying to like trust again, if he would say, I'm going to the store, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, immediately my mind would kick into overdrive and I would begin to overanalyze everything that he said. I would take every word and analyze it down to a T because again, for myself, I was trying to protect myself and protect the outcome of something terrible happening to me. And what I didn't realize is that a stronghold had taken place in my mind. And I was I was being held captive by the evil things that could happen and the fearful things that could happen versus the things of hope and the things that 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 were good that could possibly come out of the situation. So that is how the seeds of overthinking and overanalyzing and foreboding thoughts are planted. Most time it's from a traumatic situation or it's from a great disappointment that we suffered or it's something that we really had no control over that tended to happen in our life. And what we do is we go in this cocoon and we try to mentally prepare ourselves and mentally protect ourselves from things that, um, can happen and will happen in life. And what we don't realize is that overthinking and overanalyzing goes hand in hand. And I should have kind of used that as one principle, because as I said, practically what we do is we try to think of every worst outcome that could happen. And with foreboding thoughts, I think that is even worse because what foreboding thing does is it thinks the worst case scenario, but most times those thoughts are more on the evil side. Like it's more evil. Like you can say, oh, I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling that something is going to happen. Now, you can have a feeling that the Holy Spirit gives you, but foreboding thoughts are typically rooted in fear. So it's a difference when the Holy Spirit is, is giving you an unction and telling you not to do something or not go somewhere or not trust some person. But then there's a difference when it is rooted in fear. And what fear does is say, I don't think I'm supposed to go here because I feel like something bad is going to happen to me. Or if I talk to this person and they may betray me or if I do this, then it's because it's rooted in fear. It's rooted in a past traumatic experience that you that that occurred in your life that you've not fully healed from and that you've not fully dealt with. So what happens with foreboding thoughts is you think the worst case 
You may dream foreboding dreams where you're always dreaming something bad is happening to someone or something terrible is happening. Those things are not of God and they are from the enemy and they are foreboding. And what happens is, is that when those things occur or when something semi happens, you think, oh, I, I had a bad feeling about that. I knew it would happen. And instead of you taking that to God and asking God to help you rightly divide and rightly discern what it is you're feeling, you you begin to water those seeds of fear. So instead of you stepping out in purpose, instead of you following what you believe God is leading you to do, instead you live in a place of overthinking and overanalyzing. And that is not from God. Instead, that is from the enemy. And it will and can not only hinder you having freeing thoughts and being free in your thoughts, but it can also hinder your life. And the Bible says that anything that is thought of that is not in faith is sin. So it is sinful to always overthink and always overanalyze because for one, you're not God and your thoughts are not his thoughts and your ways are not his ways. And you can think of every possible scenario that can happen in a situation and God can still do something completely different. That's why he says that we are not to lean on our own understanding, but if we acknowledge him in all our ways, then he will direct our paths and him directing our paths is not him just physically directing our feet, but it's him directing our thoughts. It's him directing our heart posture as it pertains to things. And there's a scripture in first uh, Corinthians chapter 13, verse seven, that I want to read that I really want to read today. And it says, this is a scripture on love. And what it says is that, um, no, and it's, it's not verse seven. I'm sorry, it's verse verse five. And it says, um, it doeth not behave itself unseemingly. It seeketh not her own. We're talking about love here. And it says it is not easily provoked and it thinketh no evil. So if you have someone in your life that, that you are constantly thinking when they talk to you that their, their motives are evil, you ought to pray and give that over to God because you may have a root of fear in your life that you have not dealt with and that has not been plucked up. And for me, though, like I said, I know where the root, I believe I know where the root of my um overthinking and overanalyzing came from. It came from that traumatic experience of finding out my father had passed away. And that's something that I can never undo. I can never go back to that time and, and think of calling him earlier to possibly have had a conversation with him. Time has passed and I can't go back and change, change things. But one thing I do know as it pertains to our thinking, I have to trust wholeheartedly that God's seen and God knows exactly the steps that I will take. And I think that that, that that is the very first step that we need to take on as it pertains to taking captive those thoughts that are not of God. That is, we have to trust. We have to fully trust in God. When you fully trust in God, there will not be doubt. There will not be worry. There will not be all this overthinking. Instead, you will replace that with trust. So therefore, if someone says something to you, you know, you will take what they say in faith. 
Now, if something evil comes of it, deal with it when it happens, but take what they say in faith. Take what God is saying to you in faith. Essentially, us believing the word of God and believing that this word is in, is inerrant and that everything in it is true. We're, we're doing this by faith. So we have to live by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. And in order for you to, to, to really deal with those thoughts, you have to live by faith. The second thing is that you have to perfect your love and the love that Christ has for you. For in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it reads, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment, and he that feareth is not made perfect in love. Love. Do you know that when you sit there and overthink and overanalyze and have all these evil thoughts towards a decision that God may be leading you to make or towards a relationship God may be leading you to build or towards people who may have done evil things toward you, but they could possibly be on a better track. But if all you see them is in evil ways, you're tormenting yourself. And the Bible says that your love has not been made perfect because See, when you trust God and when your faith is solely and holy in God, then there's going to be a love that's going to surround your heart, that's going to abide in your heart, that, that's going to be shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost that's going to allow you to relinquish that control of trying to figure everything out about everybody and every detail of your life. There is going to be this love that's going to breathe rest. You're going to be able to rest in God because you're going to be able to understand that his love is perfect. Therefore, I know that he first loved me. Therefore, I love him. And because of this love, I know that in his love, there is protection. In his love, there is a shield. In his love, there is refuge. I'm able to run and find safety there. So therefore, I'm able to think thoughts that are good and things that are pure and think on things that are just because I have a loving God in heaven who is sovereign, who's looking down on everything that I do and everybody that I encounter. And he observed both the evil and the good. So therefore, he's going to take care of me. So you ought to be resting in God's love, knowing that he is, is, is going to make sure that every aspect of your life is covered Fear has torment, y'all. And that's why the Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear. When you have a spirit of fear, that is from the enemy. But there is a healthy fear. The Bible says in Psalm 19.9 that the fear of the Lord is clean. There is a clean fear and a healthy fear that we ought to have for God. And that looks like God is holy and God is just and we have to strive to live according to his word and we have to honor him in everything that we do, understanding that at one point he's going to judge us, but that judgment ought not be, oh, I slipped up today or, oh, I said this and I shouldn't have said that. Oh, God's going to judge me. Oh, sickness is going to come up on me. Oh, you know, my husband's going to leave me. Oh, all of these things, that is not from God. That is a spirit. And you have to pray and ask God to break that in the name of Jesus and ask him to cover you with his blood and let it cover your mind. And you have to pray and ask God to rebuke those thoughts that are not of him. 
And the final thing that I want to leave you guys with is going to come from Ephesians chapter 6. And you know the whole armor of God. That's a very familiar text. But I want to go to verse 17. And it says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Paul said we are to take you know, in earlier verses, he said, put on, but he said, take, we are to take the helmet of salvation and, and, and the, and, and the sword of the spirit. So this means that our salvation, the salvation that we have obtained when we made Jesus Christ, our Lord, and when we were, when we were baptized and filled with his spirit, there is a salvation, there is a protection, there is a deliverance that came with that. And if we keep that helmet on our head at all times, protecting our mind, protecting our thoughts, then we will live free and we won't have to live in, the, in this way of just trying to control everything. The word of the Lord is saying today that you have to be free. And in order for you to be free, you have to repent for, for trying to overthink everything and overanalyze every situation and thinking evil of people and of situations. That is not from God. That is from the enemy. And sometimes some of the battles and the stuff that you're wrestling with and some of the, the moves you have not been able to make in faith is because you have this spirit of fear on you and it is it's, it's keeping you bound and it's keeping you stuck. And you're saying, God, I have all these dreams and I have all these desires and I know they are healthy desires and I know they are ones that you placed inside of me. And I believe your word in Psalms 37 and 4 that says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires. Lord, I know you can give me those desires, but why can't I take one step forward? And the Lord, the word of the Lord is saying is because you have fear, you have allowed those thoughts to, to override what is true. You have allowed that fear to override my freeing power that was given to you at the moment that you received my spirit. But if you will lay down that fear today, if you will say, God, I no longer need to know the details. I no, no longer need to know what's going to happen, what's going to be the end of this situation. But instead, oh God, I'm giving it over to you and I'm trusting you with it. God will take that in faith. It is our faith that God honors, not our fears, not the things that hold us back, not our thoughts, our preconceived thoughts. It is faith. So I encourage you guys to live in faith today. The three ways to overcome those things is first is to trust wholly in God, trust wholly in him. The second thing is to, to accept his love and to rest in his love. Jesus Christ loves you. And when someone loves you, they take care of you. And the third thing will be to take the shield. Take the shield, the, 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 the helmet of salvation and shield your thoughts. Shield your mind. Shield your spirit of what you're listening to. If you have someone always thinking evil, don't, don't, don't try to limit your conversations with those people and ask God to deliver them. Then, then come back and, you know, and, and, and make for a healthy conversation. What we take in matters. And that goes back to the previous video. So my hope and prayer is that this video was encouraging to you guys. As I said before, discern, pray and ask God to give you discernment on how to think healthy and how to do away with all of these 
these thoughts of trying to protect yourself. God is your protector. God is. Trust him with everything that you do. Give your thoughts and your hearts and your fears solely over to God. Because sometimes we have fears that are legitimate. We may have been through things that have been tough. So our fears are legitimate. But God's power, greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world, than he that is in our fears, than he that is in our shortcomings, than he that is in our mistakes. Greater is he that is in us than in all the mistakes that we ever could have made. And there is freedom. There is salvation in Jesus Christ. Trust him today. And, and allow him to lead you. Thank you so much for tuning into this video. I pray that it was encouraging. My name is Betty Nicole. You guys be encouraged. Lord, cover this word in the name of Jesus. Lord, speak to their hearts. Speak to their minds, oh God. So that they would know, oh God, that you are God and that you are faithful. And that every thought that has been rooted in fear, oh God, everything, every way, oh God, that has been rooted in fear, that has been unhealthy, that you have not given them. I pray, Lord, that you will bring freedom to them right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord. We thank you. We praise you and we honor you. And it is in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen. You guys be encouraged.